0: The key to a successful business isn't just plans, strategies, and profit margins. It isn't just mission, vision, your big dreams for the future, or how you communicate to your ideal clients. It's not just your product suite, your pricing, your sales, or being the person who takes decisive action. It isn't even just nervous system regulation, expanding emotional capacity, and enhancing your communication skills. And it's definitely not just faith, manifestation, vibes, intuition, and magic. The key to a successful business is bringing all of these components together and knowing which one you need when. Nature thrives when all of the elements are in balance. So do you, and so does your business. This is the Elemental Entrepreneurship Podcast, where we discuss the earth, air, fire, water, and spirit elements of building a thriving, successful, creative business in life. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to the Elemental Entrepreneurship Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah. I'm so happy to have you here with us today. So this little episode drop is from an Instagram live that I did this morning and I really wanted to share it here because I think that it's very important. And I'm diving into the real reasons why starting a business can be so hard and why it can be so challenging to stick to over time. So if you have found yourself in a position where, You decide you're going to start a business based around your gifts, your skills, your talents. You go all in. Maybe you take a course. You do a short group coaching program. You learn about one specific aspect like email marketing or social media marketing. You make a website, but then after a little while you get frustrated or distracted, or you have a big life upheaval, and next thing you know, you haven't worked on your business in months. I really hope you listen to this because we're going to talk about habit change, behavioral change, thought pattern change, and why starting a business is so much harder than just learning a few steps, and taking a few actions. So without a further ado, I'm going to let you into the episode and If you want support with this hard, big change, I highly recommend that you take advantage of our Coven Labor Day sale. All of the links for that will be in the show notes. We are having a big promotion on membership to the Elemental Entrepreneurship Coven from now until September 6th. So if you're hearing this episode before September 6th, click on that link and get yourself a spot so that you can have all of the support and all of the stabilization you need to support you through making big changes over time. Let's get into the show. Good morning. I was having this thought as I was falling asleep last night and I couldn't wait to share it. I was thinking about the coven and why it's so special, why it's so valuable, why it is such a vital and valuable resource for small business owners, especially small business owners who are in their first couple of years of business. Or if you're like a lot of my clients, you were You thought you were a business owner, but really you were a freelancer for a really long time. You were gigging. And now you're trying to figure out how do I really make this a company, which is really about like, how do I create time freedom for myself so that I'm not just constantly trying to hustle gigs, hustle gigs, hustle gigs in order to make ends meet? How do I build consistent recurring revenue? How do I manage all of this work so that my schedule is flexible enough that I can do the things I want to do, right? So... I talk a lot about the benefits of being inside the coven in terms of all of the education that's there and all of the community that you'll find there, the coaching and the support that you'll find there. But I want to really talk about why that's important. Because you could learn business from anywhere, right? You could. Uh, go find a, another business education course. You could work with another coach, right? So if you could learn it from anywhere, why would you choose to learn it from the and Why would you choose to work with me? And what I was really thinking about is like, fuck talking about business entirely for a second. I want to talk to you about habit change. I want you to think about a time in your life that you decided you were going to start a new habit any new habit especially if it was one that felt like really outside of how you normally operate so maybe that's a movement habit like you decide i want to become the kind of person who exercises five days a week maybe it's a food habit right maybe it's like i'm going to give up animal products i'm going to completely change the way i eat i'm going to um Learn how to lift weights and I'm going to start lifting weights and I'm going to make that a habit, right? Maybe it's, um, letting go of a habit, right? Like I'm going to stop smoking or I'm going to stop drinking alcohol. Have you ever tried to change a daily habit? I want you to think about it. And I want you to think about how challenging it was to create or change that habit. I want you to think of all of the obstacles that you encountered. Say even just for instance, in the idea that you're going to change the habit of eating animal products and you're going to, you know, go plant-based. Well, that's a nice idea, but what's actually inside that is a huge amount of education because what do you eat instead, right? How do you make sure you're getting enough protein? Are you getting enough vitamins and minerals, right? So now it's like, it's not just I'm changing my behavior, but I have to learn all of this stuff. In order to just change this behavior it's not as simple as i thought it was going to be and the, the farther i get into it the more complex it actually becomes and the more uh it requires of me right there's like this this part where the idea of it feels kind of simple and then you start and you realize it's actually got a lot involved and there's this like work 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 work, work change, change 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 work work change change work work change change And then there's a point where it gets more automatic and easier, right? Where you suddenly realize you have tons of knowledge, but it took like this slog, this uphill climb. Is that something like what you experienced in trying to create or change a new habit? And then there's life, right? So trying to create a new habit or change an old habit that you're not happy with anymore. Usually for most of us, it's pretty simple when we're in a place where we're very resourced and everything is going pretty well and we have a lot of control of our environment right so deciding we're not going to say drink alcohol or eat animal products might be simpler during a time where we feel low stress we feel like everything is going pretty well in our lives we are at home where we have a lot of control over what's happening in our actual physical environment But what happens when we get stressed out? What happens when you're away from home? What happens if you have to travel? What happens if you are uh, at a big party with a lot of people and you're feeling really stimulated and uh, a little reckless? What happens if you experience a big loss or a sudden upset? Usually what happens is that our old habits feel like home. They feel more familiar. They feel like comfort, even if they were kind of, I'm going to use like a a $5 word here, but even if they were deleterious habits, right? Like even if we know that smoking or drinking doesn't lead to great things for me and I don't like how it makes me feel. In the past when I've been sad or scared or overwhelmed, these are the things I've done that bring me comfort. It's not just a thing I do, it's a way I know myself. And so when we're under stress or we have less control of our environment or we're going through something hard, maintaining these new habits feels very challenging, if not impossible. And that is especially true if there are a lot of people around us who also engage in these old habits and knew us when we engaged in these old habits and don't have the same attachment that we have to wanting to change them for ourselves. Is that your experience in the past as well of building new habits? So now I want you to think about a time in your life that you've had to change the way you relate to something, like to change the way you relate to a concept or change the way you relate to a thought. Have you ever tried to change the way you relate to a concept, right? Like the way that you relate to money or the way that you relate to work, for example. If you've always related to money as something that is really hard for you to deal with and navigate, and you decide, you know, I really want to change that about myself because I'd like to get better about finances. Have you ever tried to change the way you think about something? Because when you really try to change, like, right, you have this idea of like, oh, I want to change that. But when you, again, when you start digging into it, you realize how many layers deep it is. You realize how many thoughts, assumptions, actions, behaviors, feelings are all rooted in this series of things that support your worldview, your world sense around this one concept. Like, you know, money perverts things. And when you enter money into relationships, it ruins relationships. And if you really genuinely care about something or someone you give for free, and if you ask for money for those things, then it like cheapens or complicates um the exchange and it makes you a bad person right like you might have all this stuff in there that you didn't even really know was in there until you start thinking i'm going to change the way i relate to this concept for many of my clients i know they've like really gotten into like some negative um feelings thoughts beliefs about romance right like they're burned out and they're like oh there's no good people out there everybody cheats dating apps are ruining everything, chivalry is dead, nobody really cares, people don't put in effort and they're like, oh, actually maybe it's not helping me to relate to the concept of dating this way, maybe that's affecting the way I show up to people and I wanna change that. And you start trying to change that concept and again, you realize how many thoughts, feelings, behaviors, how many times a day the way you relate to this concept is actually showing up in your life and that it's not as simple as just deciding you want to be different. Have you ever tried to change the way you relate to a concept? And I'm asking these questions to illustrate that behavioral change, habit change, thought change, emotional change, changing how you move through the world as a human being is really challenging and very complex and There's a science to it, and there's an art to it, and there are a lot of tools. Um, There are a lot of nervous system tools, there are a lot of um, neuroplasticity and rewiring tools, there are a lot of uh, behavioral tools and community support tools that exist. Entire fields of research exist around the science of habit change and mindset change and trying to do big change by yourself. If you are not someone who's trained in the science and the art of habit change is really fucking hard. It's really hard, which is why most people don't do it right, which is why most people who quit smoking start smoking again, which is why a lot of people who try to take on a new movement practice will quit pretty quickly. There's a lot that goes into change, especially long-term lasting change. And the deeper and more conditioned, right, the more years of relating to a habit or a behavior or a concept the same way we have under our belt, the harder it is to create that long-term change because the more history we have relating to ourselves as this other type of person who thinks, moves, behaves, feels a different type of way. So let's talk about building a business where you are being asked to change dozens, if not hundreds of habits, of thoughts, of emotions, of ways of moving through the world. And for most of us, if we don't have a community of entrepreneurs, and not just a community of entrepreneurs, but a community of heart-centered or creative entrepreneurs who are trying to build a business based around their passions in a way that doesn't mimic grind or hustle culture if you don't have people in your life who can stabilize and normalize your new version of self as you're trying to do this it is almost impossible and so if you have a history of trying to start a business on your own and what happens is you start learning some stuff and maybe you start implementing some stuff and you're thinking you're going to be able to do it through like willpower and repetition alone And then you have a hard month, which you will. You have a stressful life situation, which you will. You experience some kind of grief or loss or pain, which we all do, or it just feels hard and you're not getting the results that you want. What is going to prevent you from ghosting your business? When people talk to me which they do frequently about their their arcs in business of like I get really determined I know that I want it I start I learn some stuff I take a workshop or a course or you know I I am on YouTube I'm reading books I'm following people I decide I'm going to implement something I work really, really hard for a month, two months, three months, and then something happens. I have a setback. I don't get the sales I want. I feel like nothing's happening. I start feeling disappointed. Then I go through a big life upheaval. I have to move. Something happened to my car. And then next thing you know, I haven't touched my business for months. And then I go into shame, and then I go into guilt, and then I feel really badly about that. And then I'm beating myself up and wondering if I'm just not cut out for business, if this is really for me. I'm blaming myself. And that blame then becomes heavy, and that makes it harder and harder and harder to reapproach and get started again. If you've ever had that experience in your business, what you're experiencing is the arc of unsupported habit change. It's not different than trying to start a new workout program, trying to give up drinking, trying to change how we eat, trying to change the way that we run our lives is difficult. And building a business is that all day every day about nearly fucking everything for a very long time. Not a month, not two months, not three months, not six months, a long ass fucking time until it feels normal and like this is just the person you are now and this is just your life and this is just how you move and this is how you operate and this is how you relate to people and this is how you relate to money and this is how you relate to marketing and this is how you relate to your work and this is how you relate to speaking about yourself and this is how you relate to paying your taxes and this is how you relate to your time. It is stop reworking of everything you think, feel, and do about a huge number of the most important things in our world. And I don't say the most important things in our lives necessarily, they may be, but they're the most important thing in this iteration of the world, how we work, how we make money, how we manage our time, are kind of the big key things to how we navigate the world that we currently inhabit. Do you get to make a living off of your gifts, skills, and talents? Do you get to make a living off of the things you genuinely love doing with people you genuinely love to be around so that it, you never work a day in your life, whatever that saying is, which is kind of bullshit because there are days that it feels like work. But if you're gonna have to work Would you rather it be doing work that you really, really love with people you really love so that on the days it feels like work, it feels worth it? I would. I had to give up a lot of the ways that I thought about work in order to accept that that was even possible for me. And then, do I believe that I have to work really hard to be successful? Do I believe that what will make me successful is the number of hours I put in? and the number of tasks I complete? Is it possible to believe that I could have a work life that is really spacious and really easeful and comes with a lot of support and feels really good from the beginning? Not like when I make a million dollars, then I get to have a more spacious schedule, but like from the beginning, could I have that? I had to change a lot of what I believe to be true about labor getting into charging people for help. I had to change a lot about what I felt about people and money and relationships. And then there's all the behavior stuff, what I do every day, how I govern myself, how I manage my time in a world where I don't drive to a job and have anyone telling me what to do. There is so much change, deep change, habit change, behavioral change, mindset change, emotional change, thought change, belief change, deep, constant fucking change work. So if you've learned stuff, right, for all my girlies who read the self-help books and we're like, well, yeah, I know the concept, but my life's not different. This is why. Understanding What yoga is and how how beneficial it could be is not the same as going to yoga class three times a week for years and years in your life and in your body. Understanding the benefits of not drinking alcohol is not the same as the practice of saying no to alcohol every day for years of your life in your body. If all it took was knowing stuff, everyone would have everything they wanted. You would be able to just read a book and change and it would be easy. And there would be no delay between the understanding of a concept and the implementation of the action. But if what we've experienced, which I'm sure we all have, is that there's actually a huge gap between the understanding of the information and the implementation of the concept. It's because in between, there's all this invisible hard stuff about how to change. So when I'm talking to you about how important and how valuable the Elemental Entrepreneurship Coven is, the reason that it is, is because first of all, in addition to all of the education. The education is structured in a very specific framework. It's my signature framework. It's called EIE, Education Integration Embodiment. You're not just going to learn a concept. You're going to learn the concept, and then you're going to do some integration, which is that you're going to sit and journal on the concept, discuss the concept, work through the concept, think about the concept and how it relates to you. Is this a concept I really get? Can I explain it? Do I understand it? Do I... Does this work for me? Does it fit with my life? How do I, how would I want to act this out in my particular circumstances in my business? Because it's not one size fits all. And then from there, you're gonna take an action. You're gonna try it out. You're gonna run some experiments and some tests. You're gonna see how it goes. And then you're going to come to coaching with me who has spent more than a decade studying behavioral change and emotional change and neuroplasticity and techniques and tricks and tools that help us integrate and rewire changes. And you're going to ask questions and you're going to share what's going on. And you're going to talk about where your struggles are. This on its own is a huge repatterning for those of us who have grown up never asking for help and thinking we have to do everything alone. You get to rewire that in a safe container. You get to come in and say, here's the struggle I'm having. Here's what's going on for me and have somebody work through it with you and give you new tools, new tips, new techniques, new things to try, work through some stuff right there on the call that can shift what's going on in your inner world. And then all day, every day, you have a group of your peers who are all doing the same work and you can talk to them about it and you can post in the group and you can say, I'm going through this struggle, I'm doing this thing that's hard and I wanna talk to you. Can anybody else relate and have all these people say, I can relate, I've been there, I've done that, here's what worked for me, here's what's helpful. You're not crazy, you're not weird. This is okay, you've got this. And that community care, that stabilization, that's what helps us when we're trying to do something alone and it feels wobbly, it's not totally in us yet to do it. We have other people on the side prop us up and say, it's okay, stay the course, you're doing great. If you wobble, it's cool, let's just start again. We're all in this together. And then the really important part is the price point because the, that all sounds great, but if all of that is so expensive that you can't stay for as long as it takes to change this many habits, behaviors, feelings, thoughts, you're not gonna stay. It's not gonna work, it's not gonna happen because you won't be able to afford it. You might be like, this is great, but I can only afford one month of it, and that's not enough. So I purposefully designed the coven to be priced in such a way that you can stay for six months, for a year, for two years, for as long as you feel like you want to stay to have that additional support. You could even start to relate to it a little bit like a gym membership, where yes, you could work out at home alone, But by going to the gym, taking a class from a teacher and being around a bunch of other people who are all in this culture of movement, of body change, of progress, of enjoying and reveling in moving their bodies, you have this different experience that allows you to keep going, that refills your cup with inspiration, with like, yes, this is a real thing that people do, which if you're trying to start a business, especially a service-based business at home, where you're alone, you now have no coworkers, you have no one to talk to about what you're doing. You're just alone with your animals all day, or your kids, or your spouse. And while they may be great, they don't really fucking understand what you're going through trying to do this thing. The community care over a long period of time is the thing, is the medicine. So yeah, when you join the coven, you get all the education about how to build a business and that's great. And I would say it's great education and it's taught through a lens that makes it really approachable and easeful and joyful and fun and prioritizes your human body at the center of your business, your heart as the heart of your business. But that's not really what makes it so fucking valuable. What really makes it so fucking valuable is all of the additional support around change that you're going to get when you join and all of the loving reframes around how long it really takes to change this much of your life. It takes a long time and that's okay. And it's not because you're failing. It's because people aren't really honest about how fucking hard it is. It's hard. And it's not just hard one time. It's a lot forever until it's just your new way of life to be a business owner. And it's totally normal to you. And it requires no extra stabilization. At which point you're ready for something more like a mastermind where you're in a group of other entrepreneurs at your same level because we do still need inspiration, support, peers, people who get us, people who understand what we're going through, people who've been through a similar thing because the air gets rarer the higher up you go. (laughs) Two of the rarest roses. That's a OG fucking Jersey Shore reference, I'm sorry. But the air does get rarer the higher up you go how many people do you know who are six-figure business owners how many people do you know are multiple six-figure business owners and not just that but have a life that you admire because they are not overworked all the time harder to find those people that's the value of having those types of groups in your life so that you can go be yourself with your friends and your family and you can still have a place where you can talk to people about this very challenging, right? Like where do we get water cooler talk? Where do we get coworkers? That's where you have to go find those places and opt into them because you're no longer getting them in your regular day-to-day work environment. This is the path, this is the process. I've had so many mentors and coaches tell me I should raise the price of the coven because of how much support I give in there and I won't because there is an art and a science and a lot of thought and intentionality put into the structure of this membership. And the design of it is so that you can get what you need. And as somebody who has spent over a decade studying behavioral change, I know that what you need is time. Time to be supported, time for stabilization, time to try things out for yourself experiment, ask questions, get feedback, stay the course when it feels hard or scary or dangerous or so much easier to go back to the way that you were doing things before. And then to see how those results went, to analyze those results, to understand the data that you're being given from those results, and then to make a new decision and start again and again and again. A lot of business coaching programs are eight weeks, three months, six months, Not enough time, especially at the beginning. It's just not enough time. And I want you to be able to get the time and the support you need at a price that you can afford in a way that allows you to really stay the fucking course so that you can reach the vision that you had in the very beginning of you living a life where you get to make an entire living off of your gift skills and talents and have time to do the shit you really wanna do with your days. Like go to the beach, go to dinner, see movies, hang out with friends, make art for fun, you know, the good stuff. So that was the thought I had. Let me know if that's a helpful thought. If you have questions, ask them. And tomorrow, tomorrow, Monday, Labor Day, the Coven Labor Day sale will drop. I am offering you big savings on long-term membership packages, because again, the goal is that you stay and use the resources for a long time. So you're being offered $555 off of annual membership, $1,111 off of annual VIP membership, which I think is really the way to go. It's a little more pricey, but in addition to all of the resources in the coven, you get a one-on-one coaching session every month where we can get very targeted, very strategic about what's going on for you and pinpoint exactly what you need to work on for the month ahead. And then there's a brand new package that's dropping just for Labor Day, and it is six months for the price of five. All of these sale prices, stack on top of our community discount. So there's the regular coven prices. There's a 20% standing discount for uh, BIPOC, queer folks, and single parents. So if you want to stack the savings on top, you can. The codes are all gonna be on the flyers. Uh, They're all related to Labor Day. There's no code required for six months for the price of five. That's just what the the package is. Uh, All the links are gonna drop tomorrow. If you have been trying stuff in your business and you still find yourself in this cycle of I work on it for a while and then I fall off, I'm telling you right now, you need the coven. That's what you need. You need a place to to go, to stay, to ask your questions, to get the support you need, and to have targeted tools that are designed to help you with habit and behavior change that's the shit. That's the real juice. The education is a picture of the juice. <laughs> you don't need to understand intellectually the juice. You need to be able to squeeze it and taste it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I wrote that metaphor too far. Those are my thoughts. Let me know if this was helpful for you. Okay. Love you, Bye. That's our episode for today. Thank you as always for being here and for listening to the podcast. I know there are so many things that you could be doing with your time. So many things you could be listening to. It is an honor that you choose to be here. Connect with me on Instagram at intuitive edge coaching. Have a great day.